A dream is just a great idea that doesn't have a website yet. Guess who says that? The sponsors of today's episode of Not Too Deep, Squarespace. Squarespace makes it easy to turn your idea into a unique website. You can showcase your work, you can blog or publish content, even sell products and services of all kinds in just a few clicks. And with 24-7 award-winning customer support, you can customize everything from look and feel to settings and products using beautiful templates created by world-class designers. And there is nothing to install patch or upgrade ever. So head to squarespace.com slash grace for a free trial. And when you are ready to launch, use the offer code grace, G-R-A-C-E, to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Not, not too deep. This is exciting news, guys. We're doing Not Too Deep live again here in Los Angeles on May 24th, 8 p.m. at Dynasty Typewriter. That's right. And it is an all-ages show. I know that was a concern before. Mm-hmm. Uh, ticket prices are reasonable, so Go check out nottodeep.com to get all those details. And we have two amazing. I'm so excited. They've been on the podcast before, but they're coming back live. It's Zane and Heath. You guys have listened to them before. They're I love these beautiful dummies so much, and I mean that in the most complimentary way. Yep. So if you guys are in or around the Los Angeles area, please come see Not Too Deep Live on May 24th, 8 p.m. Dynasty Typewriter. All the details are at nottodeep.com. <laughs> Right on it. That's the perfect way to start. Just out with the old, in with the new air. <laughs> Hi, Jack Ferry. Hi, Grace Hubbick. How are you? I'm well. How are you? We're both a little sick. Yeah. But that hasn't stopped us from both making a cocktail on a Wednesday afternoon. Hey, I mean, man. it's officially noon right now. That's so right. It's okay. I, uh, you know, I, I was, I'm like one of those people that believes that uh, sipping some whiskey is good for a sore throat, even oh. though I've heard that, that it's complete nonsense. I literally, if I ever get very sick, I go, well, I guess it's just hot toddies now. Yeah. That's a, that's a, you were saying that you tried a homeopathic remedy for yeah. your illness, which sounds fun. And then you came in and saw whiskey and we're like, maybe I should try whiskey. Yeah. I'm going to try both. Yeah. I'm going to try both the echinacea doing, and like vitamin C. You're doing some personal science and I'm <laughs> yeah. proud of you for it. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, this is a very exciting episode. As always, uh, we have Heather McDonald on with us today. I know. Who is such a lovely woman. Yes. And I think it's uh, even more appropriate because this is it, technically is the day after Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize one for some dumb reason i like didn't realize that she had kids until like the day before we were doing the interview with her yeah and she's such a cool mom yeah she's got some great stories about the, being a mom oh they're fantastic and just the way her kids operate and how it either bothers her or pleases her mm-hmm. and how like the stresses and successes of trying to mold young yeah. young men in this kind of day and age right now yeah she has uh nope like she's a funny, very funny way of talking about her kids. Oh, it's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. She's wonderful. And she'll be with us in a second. And you were just on her podcast as well. And I was on her podcast, um, which is really, it's juicy. Mm-hmm. And juicy scoop. Juicy scoop. And um, she's really great. I think she does a really great job at like balancing, talking about like serious stuff and talking about just like the fluff of pop culture. Yeah, I agree. She's a great podcast host yeah she's super fun so we'll get to that in a little bit but first are you i mean did you did you celebrate your mother (laughs) did i celebrate my mother well we're recording this pre-mother's day right which is a great thing because it's a reminder to myself that i have now two weeks to go get myself my mom something do you do that do you send your mom gifts for mother's day i i usually (laughs) just do a card i'm so that's my work 
the thing that the quality about me that um <laughs> you couldn't even imagine is that i'm wildly inconsistent what and so our, i find that very hard to believe. right i know it's very it only happens rarely um and so I will, in the past, I'll like remember Mother's Day and be like, oh, shoot, let me get my mom a gift and have like a very thought out gift. Sure. Um, and then some years I just completely forget. And then I'm like, oh, shoot, here's an edible arrangement, which it probably <laughs> will be this year. I always feel like when in doubt, edible arrangements. Yeah, you. that's like your go to gift. Because it's silly, but it's also like. But it's also nice. It's like, also nice. The you fruit's get fruit. good. The fruit's yes. great. And it's yeah. like if someone gets you flowers, they die. If someone gets you chocolates, you're like, oh, God, now I have this temptress in my house right True. now. And now you get like, hey, you have no excuse. I love an edible arrangement. And I know you always send it like semi-sarcastically. But every time yeah. I get an edible arrangement, I'm like, awesome. Oh, I, it's I all pre-chopped it. for you. I know. It's, it's great. all peeled and ready to go. But I agree. It is pretty stupid, but yeah. I love it so much. Do you do like... um? Thoughtful Mother's Day gifts each year? I mean, to be honest, I've... Or just an acknowledgement text. I No, I do send... Uh, this is embarrassing. Mm -hmm. I send my mom e-cards. What? Because she really likes them. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, as long as she likes them, then you're not just spamming her. No, I, I actually... Like, I subscribed. I'm not kidding. I like, oh, my God. I pay for, like, an annual <laughs> subscription to this e-card company... It's like 10 bucks a year. It's like nothing. Sure. Um, to send her like these sort of like cute animated Anim yeah. e-cards. So this subscription is based solely on just your mother yeah. receiving them. Yeah. And I sent because okay. I send it to her on Mother's Day and I send one to her on um, her birthday, which is in June. And <laughs> so you have them scheduled. You could just schedule them at the beginning of the year. I could. I just I don't know. Like like I said, she likes it. Um, and I I like sending them like yeah. it's my sort of like annual ritual of remember, going through and like finding like the cute ones with like oh this one's got Snoopy or whatever yeah remember when <laughs> she e really likes them yeah so. when they started and they were this big wonderful thing that we were like whoa we can send these and I remember scrolling through trying to find the yep. funniest animated one to send there was always these ones with like two critters that had high pitched voices oh I, those yeah, yeah you know what those I'm talking are about. hilarious yeah, yeah I, I, I love mean, those guys it's such a vague description but also that was everyone, the hallmark has those yeah right? those two idiots and they were like hilarious. the closest thing to being funny on uh -huh. an e-card and then there's some e-cards which are actually very funny oh yeah yeah i don't send those <laughs> not to my mom not yet <laughs> yeah. yeah she doesn't uh, what about you do you do you well see i have a mom and a stepmom uh -huh. so i show them equal appreciation and love and all of that also mm. my mom's birthday is june 1st so it's like yeah kind of if i forget mother's day i can kind of wrap it into her gift <laughs> sure. for her birthday and just get her make something. amends that way yeah i just try to remember to call my mom and my stepmom on mother's day because that's the only thing they want is just a phone call of acknowledgement yeah i realize that's um, something i'm trying to get better at too is just like calling my parents randomly just be like oh god yeah i'm bad my mom literally texted me this morning she drew a picture this is where how desperate no, i love my mom very much and she loves me very much and she loves the new show that mamrie and i are doing very much this uh. might get she's our number one fan and she had been texting me and i was in new york so i was busy and now she's reverted to she literally drew fan art of this might get and took Aww. a photo of it and just texted it to me this morning and i'm like my mom is firing on all cylinders to get a response from me. Oh, yeah. She's like, this will work. Um, That's yeah. really funny. But she's a sweetheart because she's retired now. So she's got so much more free time during the week. Sure. And so she's finding activities to fill the space, sure. which I get. Yeah. Uh, I 
am also trying to connect with my parents better. And mm-hmm. I called them randomly <laughs> just because I'm just like trying to like do better about just yeah. like checking in with them when once a month or whatever. About them, yeah. I was like, I'm driving. What the hell? I can call I them right now. And so I called and my mom answers the phone and was just like, what's wrong? <laughs> <laughs> That's the sign that you don't call home enough. Yeah, I know. And I'm like, nothing's wrong. I was just calling. And she's like, oh, oh, OK. Um, yeah. Yeah. Things are good. The dog. Uh, we just got it back from the vet. <laughs> yeah. Know? Just like no, the, mun- the mundanity of uh, always the first thing yeah. is, is everything okay everything's fine yeah. i'm calling to talk yeah just calling to say hi because i'm stuck in traffic i know that's my mom knows <laughs> that if i'm calling her i'm driving somewhere i mean yeah. i'm driving to or from something and i have at least 20 minutes because i feel like right i can't do this like drive by conversation for five minutes i have to do the full download on everything that's happened in my life to my parents and so i always have like and do they give you do they give you the full download because yeah, which I'm, is I'm, the same. I'm finding the full download to be a little overwhelming <laughs> yeah i get the full download um which is never that different than the last time i got a full download mm-hmm. um but yeah if they're eager to tell i'm eager to listen right so why not so, well, God bless moms. Without you, them, we wouldn't be here. And if you guys are listening to this on the day that this is airing and you forgot about your mom, um, get it's, on that. It's not too late. We're here to remind you of that. <laughs> yes. Um, and one mother that's here to remind you that motherhood can be fun mm-hmm. is Heather McDonald. And she's with us right after this on Not Too Deep. We'll be right back with Heather McDonald. Not, not too deep. With Clay Seidbeck. This episode of Not Too Deep is brought to you by The Black Witch. Yeah, I know. It's a must-read epic fantasy packed cover to cover with awesome magic, intense action, and seriously dangerous enemies. My favorite kind of enemies. (laughs) The Black Witch tells the story of Ellerin Gardner, a young mage and granddaughter of the last Black Witch. She has grown up sequestered in the countryside (gasps) with little exposure to the world outside of her small community. Oh, my childhood. Okay, so spoiler alert. Mm -hmm. When Ellerin who appears to have no powers of her own, goes off to a prestigious university, (gasps) she comes into contact with new species, races, and cultures for the very first time. Oh, that's a college experience. Indeed. And in this imaginative and intoxicating university setting, Ellerin begins to question the strict beliefs and prejudices (gasps) of the world in which she was raised, eventually forcing her to confront some harsh truths about herself and her own people. And I got to say... That's kind of what university is for most people. That was my college experience. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I was like, that's pretty formative. I can relate. Mm -hmm. Uh, But this book has a diverse cast of real, complex, and genuinely captivating characters who must learn to coexist and cooperate if they are going to survive the rising tide of (gasps) chaos and corruption. Whoa. The Black Witch is a fast-moving and powerful story about challenging beliefs, confronting prejudice, and battling oppression, and New York Times bestselling author Robin Hobb called it, quote, refreshing and, quote, powerful. Ooh, I like those terms. So go check it out, guys. If you like reading, which everybody should like reading, I mm-hmm. think you're going to enjoy this book. It is The Black Witch by Lori Forrest, available now wherever books and audiobooks are sold. Not, not too deep. Jack Barry. Yes, Grace Helbig. Can you believe this? What? Support for today's show comes from Squarespace. Oh, our good buddies. Yeah, I guess what their tagline is now. Um, let me guess. It's think it, dream it, make it with Squarespace. Oh, you nailed it. Was I close? You kind of nailed it. I got it like 100%. (laughs) 100%. Look, with beautiful templates created by world-class designers, Squarespace makes it easy to turn your idea into a new and unique website. You can customize everything from look and feel to settings and products, all optimized for mobile right out of the box with 
built-in search engine optimization. And I would also like to say, I use Squarespace, and it's very easy to use and very easy to update. And if a dum-dum like me mm-hmm. can do it, certainly so can you. Might you say you are a satisfied customer? I'm definitely a satisfied customer. Well, listen, if you guys want to showcase your work, blog or publish your own content, announce a special product or project, even sell products and services of all kinds, you can do it in just a few clicks. And they've got technology, guys. You can use their (laughs) analytics to help you grow in real time. And there's something to install. You don't have to worry about patches. You don't have to worry about upgrades. Ever. And if you do have a question, they have award-winning 24-7 customer support there to help you out. They say keep dreaming, but make it a reality with a website from Squarespace. So if you're ready to, head to squarespace.com slash grace for your free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code grace, that's G-R-A-C-E, to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash grace, offer code grace. Donald, yay! Thank you so much for doing this. Thank you. You too. Oh, I'm only a, a good 45 minutes late to this one. So <laughs> it's okay. God bless. Uh, I really appreciate it. Uh, I was just looking at your Twitter. Yes. And I'm deep diving because you and I have a very common affinity for all things Real Housewives. Yes. And all things kind of Bravo Network in general. Good. And I realized, I put this together uh, maybe yesterday, that you sometimes pop up in like the background of like parties because you're like yes. genuine friends with a lot of the Real Housewives. Yes, but that's also sort of embarrassing. <laughs> like, it's, um, but it's great. It's like, it's, where's Waldo? It's like, where's Heather that drove three hours for some free past apps and some Chardonnay? And I'm like, yes, I, I will do that. I will go to Megan language. King Edmonds uh, candle party. Yeah. I will get a hotel room and I will rock it out. <laughs> it's so fun, though. I also have another friend, Mr. Kate, who does like interior design and she's friends with all the Vanderpump Rules kids. And oh, okay. so she was like in the wedding of Katie and Tom, like nice. in the background. She went partying. to like Arrowhead. Yeah. She was like, it Good was her. same kind of mentality. She's like, they're like my buds, but it was really embarrassing to just kind of like try to avoid the cameras the whole time? Well, at first I didn't. At first I thought, why wouldn't they want to feature such a delight? Right. Okay. <laughs> and then the time that I sort of had like the aha moment, uh-huh. where it's like, move over, loser, was when it was a couple years ago and Heather Dubrow uh-huh. had her groundbreaking party for her, basically her hotel, her home. Right. And that was the one that was like a hoedown or something? It was a hoedown. Yeah. And I brought my, my two of my kids, my one son couldn't come. So I brought two of my kids uh-huh. and, and Tamara went on this like little bull, whatever. Oh, like you a know, mechanical bull. Mechanical bull. And she fell off and she hurt her wrist <gasps> and she was hurt. So, you know, being a friend, being a mom, yeah. I went and like got her a little thing of ice. I sat down and I was giving her the ice and, you know, the sweaty camera person is like, get out of the shop. Like, tapped me and was like, get out. And I was just like, oh, yeah, like, you don't want me to be part of the story. But that's so And what's funny. interesting about that episode is my husband uh-huh. goes, um, do it, Heather. And he meant, like, me, because I think uh-huh. I went on it, too. But they made it sound like he was, like, getting horny for Heather Dubrow. <gasps> oh, and my. Was, and Peter's like, wait a minute. I don't think I ever said that to, like, Heather Dubrow. That's amazing. And so we still had a super fun weekend. Yeah. Um, but I was kind of like, maybe I need to be a tad more selective. But it is funny. On what events I tend. Sure. <laughs> but also, it's one of those things where you're going to have a good time, and then the editing can manipulate any situation to be yes. completely different. 
I mean, we've been talking about The Bachelor like crazy, like this season of Not Too Deep, because I'm obsessed with I'm it. I'm obsessed with The Bachelor. I've been watching it from the beginning. Were you? No, I didn't re- I'm new to it. So, so I've missed a you whole You don't know archive. about Alex M- Michelle. No, I don't. He was See, the original. I'm still convinced he's gay. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> and he's still not married to a woman or anybody. He's still, he's still a bachelor. So he's still a bachelor. Piece. Yes. Uh, yeah. The I I've gone into the deep dive of looking up all of their Instagrams, checking in on how Ari and Lauren are doing. And how are they doing? Boring as shit. <laughs> They're in Scottsdale, just kind of being boring, hanging on. It seems like. Well, they just someone just posted on my um, page that. Somewhere in their town, uh, Channing Tatum was there uh-huh. at the at the race car driving thing, mm. and Ari was there too, like <gasps> right next to him, Whoa. like giving an award, getting an award, or something. Sure. Why yeah. not? Um, now you worked forever on Chelsea lately, yes. and then uh, after lately, didn't they replace her with you? Didn't you get your own show <laughs> right around that same time? <laughs> I got an e show, but it was nothing. I did. Uh, Chelsea, maybe twice. Yes, and I, was I remember. Like, it's such an intense environment. Like you, everyone that works there is amazing and really great and really smart. And you guys were like producing the amount of content on a daily basis was like unreal. But I'm just not a comedian in that sense of like trying to get my jokes out right. on the panel above and beyond everyone else. So I was very lame. I would just kind of <laughs> sit and let everyone else talk. And then... I just remember um, when you came on, it was just like. No, you guys don't understand. This girl has like 500 million followers. Like, are you kidding me? This is amazing. Like, we were just oh, that's excited, you know. And then you did. I remember you did fine. Yeah, you did it well. Felt, it felt fine. It was just literally yeah. the prep, the way that they come into the green room. And they really, like, don't hold back and are very honest with, like, you're going to have to, like, Hunger Games really fight to get your jokes out. <laughs> oh, and boy. I'm just so non-confrontational yes. in any regard. And I was like, it wasn't for everybody. And yeah, even it was the funniest people, it just didn't work out for whatever reasons. And then yeah. they would come up to me later through their life as they're starring on movies like a Tiffany Haddish. Yeah. And still, like, girl, what the hell happened? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God, you've got to let it go. Our show's been <laughs> off for three and a half years. You're the biggest movie star on Earth. Who cares that you weren't asked back after the third oh. time? I don't know. Some, yeah. I was not ever in charge of. I actually recommended some people. Yeah. And 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 the same thing happened with Nico Santos, who's uh, he's on um, what's the big the Walmart type of com- comedy show? Oh, Superstore. Yes, he's on yeah. Superstore. I just saw he's got a part in a movie coming out. He's worked so much and he opened for me in San Francisco and I was oh, like wow. this guy's perfect you know yeah. we brought him in I was so excited and then one day she just like decided she didn't like him anymore and I was like you know and he'd be like what you know and he's yeah. all upset I'm like you're on NBC you're on a bus you're doing like, well yeah, yeah, like, yeah. don't let it but you sometimes you always people those type of shows that you're on a bunch of times and then it's so weird and it's like you just don't know and there's so many factors to it that, you don't and know that, which so arbitrary it's like auditioning yes. for anything yes and it's just arbitrary like your hair wasn't long enough sorry right. it's and so like, subjective or sometimes it's just one person right has it out for you or like, one person that day doesn't yes. enjoy the kind of person that you are which is what i wanted to ask you because you were there for like seven years yeah i was there from the very first day one which is nuts and as like a female working in the entertainment space yes. and especially the comedy entertainment mm-hmm. space and it being competitive but also you want to be supportive like what's the major lesson that you took away from that or like the major kind of like whoa, okay, I'm different than I was because it hardens you in a way, I can imagine. You know, the biggest lesson that I learned is that I wish 
I would have uh, demanded more as a working mother. Really? And I did not. Interesting. And I really regret that because when people say that we don't get the same as men, it's our own fault. And the perfect example of the story is, so when I started the show, my boys were, I had a stepdaughter was seven, Mm -hmm. but my boys were five and one and a half or four, four and a half and one and a half. Wow. And so that was young. And, but I was the only person that was a parent at the time. Um, I think there was one executive producer, but he was a man. So no females that had kids and most of, and all the rest of the men didn't have any children. Right. And And um, not not just one kid, three kids Yes, three. Yes. And I commuted like an hour each way. That's nuts. So, um, but you know, it was such a great opportunity. So I'm not saying anybody did anything wrong. Right. But like, I would tell someone now to go in and be like, hey, if my child has something and it's not detrimental that I be here, I would hope that you would respect that I'm going to be the most creative person knowing that I didn't miss my kid's poetry thing. Right. I did not do that because the way the dynamic worked, I was so scared to like piss off anyone. God forbid I, I, or they twist it and go, maybe this isn't the right job for you, Heather. Uh, You know, like one of those, like we're all of a sudden you're like, did I get fired or did I quit? Like, no, no, no. So I never did it. But then I just remember years into it, they hire Josh Wolf, who I love. Mm -hmm. And Josh Wolf had a couple kids, but they were older, and one was 14, and that's the one that was living at home. And uh, it was like a Monday at 3. Yeah. And he's like, I'm out. <laughs> and uh, everybody's no like, questions asked. Tell, tell Jacob I hope he wins his baseball game. <laughs> and I was like, what? what? Like, I've been yeah, missing out. the best dad ever? <laughs> oh, my gosh. is the best dad ever. Oh. And I'm like, I have missed. Oh. Everything. Oh, no. I don't get home till seven thirty at night. That's so. And nuts. then I do remember one time um, they had changed the hours mm-hmm. from nine to six to ten to seven. And uh, then one day we had a meeting about something. We kind of had like a heart to heart meeting with everybody in Chelsea. And um, my son was about to start kindergarten. My younger son and I was like, um, I'm not going to see him at all. Like he'll be asleep by the time yeah. I get home. So I finally. So I said. Is there any way that I could come at nine and leave at six and I'm still doing the same amount of hours as everybody else? Because I never wanted to like play the mom card. And um, she's like, no, everybody can leave at six. Why the fuck are we staying here till seven? Like no one had said anything (laughs) to her about it. Wow. And I was like, oh, my God. You know, but it was like the main other person that kind of ran it was just this like person that was just like, that's it, you know? And we'd literally be sitting there like a factory, like, jeez. And I'm like, this is so and dumb. Something that's supposed to be so creative. Yes. That it seems silly to give it restrictive hours. Yeah, I mean, we had a really great experience, but it was yeah. just a really stressful thing if I ever had to, like, ask to leave earlier. It was just so stressful that I just avoided it. And yeah. then I saw that. And so I know that that's sort of a lesson, I think, for any job that, like, super set, important. set the precedent. So, like, while you're applying for the job, taking the job, and you you are a parent, whether you're a man or, or a woman, mm-hmm. just kind of go, like, hey, I hope in this day and age that, like, if my child has something, you would be cool with me doing this and sending it in the morning or, like, whatever the case may be. Because certainly, short of, like, really doing physical labor, I yeah. would think, you know, sometimes yeah. you can do stuff like that. I think that works. That's great advice. Uh, as an employee and also like great advice if you're a boss to kind of take stock of your employees and like what their lives are like and how because honestly you will probably create better if you're imbalanced with like your personal and creative life right but it's so important to be like ask 
it's yeah, such a because I mean, I'm such a person that will never ask questions. And then I watch my more forceful friends just like simply break through a wall just well, because like, yeah, they've asked about yeah. something. And I'm like, oh, shit. yeah. Some people have really were born with balls. Like right. there is a huge difference. Yeah. And especially someone who's my age, like, you know, in my 40s, like I am a scaredy cat Catholic girl. I do get scared <laughs> of authority. Yeah. And it still like haunts me today. And I remember one time. My son, he was about 13, and I said something, and it was a couple years after Chelsea had been over with, and I said something, and he goes, God, Mom, are you still afraid of Chelsea Handler? And I go, <laughs> oh, my God. You're... Like, wow. that's what he had heard. Like, yeah. And it's nothing to say that that was her. That was all me, right. you know, and that was my thing. And so it's, um, and it's, it's funny just an how, interesting thing. And how kids pick up on such yeah. honesty, yeah. such like their right. perceptions of things are usually spot yeah. on just because it's so raw and right. real and pure. But I mean, as far as working on the show, it was so much fun. Yeah. And I love the collaboration of it all. And now you're doing, you're still like touring. Like you're, I just saw yes. you're going like to Nashville. Yeah, I'm going to Nashville May 4th and 5th to do stand up. And then I'm doing all these shows where that one is a stand up weekend, but most of the shows I'm going to the city and I do one live Juicy Scoop, which is my podcast. Yeah, and nice. I'm bringing Chris Frangiola, who was on Chelsea with me. And so he'll, we'll do hot topics and we have like surprise guests. And then the other night is straight stand up. So oh, I have awesome. people that will go to both, or if they oh, say cool. which one I should go to, I'm that's, like, yeah, give them the totally full menu. Shows. Yeah, I'll be yeah. like, yeah, you know, if you're not sure, bring the husband to the stand up because the stand up is yeah. universal. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to necessarily know all the shows and pop culture stuff that I've been right. talking about on the podcast. Like, so. But That's when great. in doubt, just come to both. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I always say, do your Christian service. <laughs> Spread the word. Juicy yeah. scoop. And uh, guilt is healthy. Yes, guilt absolutely. is motivating. Yeah. If, uh, yeah. If Catholicism has taught us anything, it's probably that. Yeah. You have a best or least favorite city to go to? Um, you know what? I, I only will travel to cute cities now. To cute cities. <laughs> to cute cities. And What's cute by definition to you? It's the bigger cities. Yeah. And it's, but it's just like fashionable and cute. Like I got to oh. stay at a hotel where I can walk to the Starbucks and not be terrified. And That's fair. Fair. There's some that, and it's, you know, it's, it's, there's some cities that have changed over the years and they are yeah. not as nice as they used to be or whatever. So I am a little bit, I, I fortunately can be a little snobby about it. That's and, nice. Um, and the bigger cities, they sell better. And so yeah. like, I love Chicago, Boston, you know, obviously Irvine. That, that's great. I'm doing the Irvine Improv and that's close. Oh, nice. Um, but yeah, there isn't like there. OK, Jacksonville, Florida. That was really bad. Really? I yes. heard. Yeah, I've heard from a lot of stand ups that Florida is not very well, you gotta um, be warm. Really, well, you got to know which where you're going. Yeah, I guess it's that. Like Palm Beach is one part of Florida <laughs> yeah. and then Jacksonville is another. And I didn't know. And I. You know, and I like to like go outside in the day and like right. do stuff. So, yeah. but now I'm, I also now find that um, the other thing I have to check on is if the hotel I'm staying at has Bravo. Oh, yeah, that's because, fair because so many hotels don't. And yes. I assume, and then I just am so let down. Yeah. And now I'm like, because I've been to all these cities all the time. Now I'm like, you know what, Heather? You don't need to walk around <laughs> to the museum. You can actually stay in your room all day and yeah, do a facial TV. mask and watch TV and then yeah. be just. Really on fire when you do your two shows. Yeah. So I'm more like that now. So it doesn't matter that much. How old are your kids now? So my stepdaughter is a freshman in college, Mackenzie. And then I have my son is a freshman in high school. Okay. He's 15. His name is Drake. I know. his. I named him before the famous Drake. But he's, <laughs> but, Drake was still being Jimmy in a wheelchair on Degrassi. <laughs> yes, when you but like, yeah. And the whole reason is because my married last name is Tobias. And I thought... 
I imagine a girl being like, I heard Drake Tobias is going to be at the party. Yeah, he sounds like a <laughs> And now he's like Jesus. actually at an age that that could happen, except that he doesn't go to any parties. I don't know if you also know this about my generation that have kids growing up. They're all like nerds. Like oh, everybody yeah. I talk to goes, my kids don't leave. They're like, can we play Scrabble? And you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> How are you not at the football game smoking clove cigarettes right, right now? Like what is wrong with you? <laughs> what do they think about you doing stand-up? Do they think it's cool? Or do they think like, ugh, mom? Well, it's just interesting because that's like all they know. Right. So it's like, I think like, oh my God, like it's such a unique life perspective you have, you know, uh-huh. this woman. But um, they, you know, but they're also boys. So like right. my son wrote an article, a poem about how the funniest person he knows is Joe Coy because Joe Coy, the comedian, his uh-huh. son was my son's best friend. And I was like, okay, like, <laughs> seriously, the other dude that I met from Chelsea lately is the funniest person on earth and not, but I was like, you know, I'm right here. Yeah. But I like sent it to him and Joe, of course, loved it. But I was like, yeah, so That's sweet. they, they do, they do know I'm funny though. And they're becoming funny, which is really Yeah, I was going to say, do they have, are you noticing their personality yes, start to develop? Yes, totally. Yeah. And like, they say certain things and I'm, I'm like, oh my God, let me write that down. And then sometimes <laughs> I'll tweet it and then they're sort of in competition or like, there you go. how many likes did you know, did Brandon's get over mine? And, it's always yeah. good uh, uh, motherly advice is pit them against each exactly. other. Exactly, yes. One has pit to Pit them and exploit them. Yeah. And I'd say to them, do you want a lip kit one day or not? <laughs> Let me do an Instagram story of you. That's a great t-shirt. Because when, when social media first started and I was on Chelsea, yeah. I, like, did this weird, like, star thing. I'm like, as if they're, like, Prince Charles or whatever. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't show their faces because I thought I was, like, protecting <laughs> their identity. Yeah. I'm so pissed that I didn't just, like, <laughs> exploit them from the beginning. That you yeah, didn't think Chris of the followers. Yes, I mean, like, yeah, like, right, you know. There's still time. Yeah, There's still, still time. But now I feature them. There you go. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. And when we get back, we have some of your questions for Heather. And um, we're going to get into some shitty stories. Indeed. I'll be right back. This episode of Not Too Deep is brought to you by our good buddies at Audible. Audiobooks, like podcasts, are a great sidekick for summer activities like hiking, running, road tripping, enjoying downtime outdoors, and more. And with the largest selection of audiobooks on the planet... Audible lets you find your summer with more stories like The Handmaid's Tale. Oh, which I'm currently listening to, narrated by my crush, Claire Danes. Oh, my God. I mean, yeah. that's the perfect storm. I can't even <laughs> I imagine say. you listening to that in your car in traffic, just being the happiest human in all yeah. the land. I wish I was listening to it while I was doing fun summer activities like hiking, but frankly, I'm mostly listening to it while I'm in traffic in Los Angeles. But which I got to say, it's great. Yeah. Uh, and as an Audible member, you'll get a credit every month good for any audiobook, regardless of price. Unused credits roll over to the next month. And if you didn't like your audiobook, you can exchange it with no questions asked. And what's cool is it's like, you get to keep your books. Like, do you ever have that experience where you're like, that's so cool. I'm like enjoying this show on like my, this streaming app. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly you're like, 
what, the show's gone now? You, I was watching it. You don't rent. You, you own. Don't, no, you own it. So, like, once you've got the book, like, I can listen to The Handmaid's Tale over and over and over again if that's what I choose. Yeah, so I, I, have I, a I, feeling, I feel comfort in that. I have a feeling before the end of today, you're going to put it on and make us all listen to it with you. <laughs> it's Which a you dark, can, because you own it now. I do. It's a dark story, Grace. I don't know <laughs> if you can handle it. No, I just want to look at dogs on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but better yet, you can also switch seamlessly between your devices, which I think is really cool. That's so cool. if you've got it on your phone, you can listen to it through your car. You can listen to it on your tablet. You can listen to it via your Amazon Echo. So you can be like. But that makes so much sense that if you're mm-hmm. listening to it in traffic and then you get home and then you just transfer exactly where you were to your Echo in your house. Right. And then you there's a there's no truncated clunk. That's right. You, you've, you've been listening to the latest chapter and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, I don't want to leave my car. That's happened to me. Oh, I've literally sat in my carport Ditto. listening, <laughs> being Ditto. like, and my dog has been like, what are you doing? I'm like, and I'm like I have to finish this chapter. I need one minute and 58 seconds well, and then I'll be inside. Well, guess what, guys? You don't have to do that anymore because you can just walk inside and you can say, Immediately I, I, I won't say the name yeah. because I don't want to trigger your Amazon Echo. But oh, you would yeah. say name of this thing Device. that you would say, excuse me, mm-hmm. A-L-E-X-A. Yeah. Uh, I'll say it. Alexa, <laughs> play, <laughs> Alexa, play Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> Please let us know how many of you had Alexas that just started up Handmaid's Tale. But listen, you guys can start a 30-day trial and your audiobook is free. You just go to audible.com slash NTD or text NTD to 500 500- 500. And the NTD obviously stands for not too deep. Doi. That's audible, A U D I B L E dot com slash N T D. Or text NTD to 500 500. You can do it with audiobooks. Not, not too deep. This is a fun sponsor. We got Sugar Bear Hair supporting the show today. Why is great healthy hair important to you? Uh, because. Great healthy hair is great and healthy, and I like when my hair looks and feels that way. Picture any celebrity with amazing hair, and you can bet that they have a stylist who clued them in to sugar bear hair. Sugar bear hair tastes like sweet, delicious candy made with the juice of real berries, but contains everything you need for stronger and healthier hair, and it's a dangerously wonderful treat. It's so delicious that I want to eat all of it all day long. So the flavor alone should be something that catches your fancy on this. It has as much vitamin A as four cups of broccoli, as much vitamin C as one cup of cranberries, and as much vitamin B12 as four organic eggs. Sugar Bear hair fans also saw an improvement in the quality of their skin and nails over time thanks to the nutrients packed into each gummy. So if you want healthy, shiny, desirable hair, go to sugarbearhair.com slash grace for beautiful hair and a healthier you. That's sugarbearhair.com slash grace sugarbearhair.com slash grace. Uh, we're back with Heather McDonald and we're going to get into some Twitter questions for you. But before Great. we do, I'm going to ask you the two questions I ask every single guest that's on the podcast. Exciting. The first one is who, alive or dead, would you most want to throw cold spaghetti at? Oh my God. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's intense. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure everyone says... Hitler, but like, um, <laughs> oh yeah, not that what? common actually. Not that common. <laughs> oh really? We I mean, do maybe get, we do get handful. politicians, but usually, you, you know, know what? I think Vern Troyer would totally enjoy it. Oh yeah, that's and I'm like a not nice a good tribute. thrower, so that would be easy. <laughs> <laughs> More of an underhand. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and God, God rest in peace. Oh. Uh, a, new, okay. a new one just joined the party. Yes. There you go. Uh, the other question I ask every single guest is to tell us your worst pants shitting story or close call. 
but you can only use three words or three small phrases. So mine is college, jogging, front lawn. Okay. Mine is Cancun. Oh, <laughs> kid pool. Oh. oh, no. Possible drowning? <laughs> oh, no. Well, their, yeah, their tourism just skyrocketed. <laughs> okay, let's get into these Twitter questions. We've got a, a bunch of really good ones. Amy Louise Spud wants to know, what is your biggest fear? Being paralyzed from the neck down. <gasps> oh, oh, do you get one. like any of that sleep paralysis at all? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, that stuff it happens to me like rarely, but it is terrifying. And then like a smaller fear uh-huh. is losing my voice. Because really? it's so important. So it's always like right before a show or something, like if I'm like, oh, my God, it hurts to swallow. <gasps> oh, my God, I'm getting a cold. Like it's happening. <laughs> yeah. Do yeah. you do any Celine Dion-esque vocal like rests before you perform just to consolidate no, because the voice. it's it's so rarely happened i've been mm. really lucky but yes like i i should be a little more conscious of like should take just, the the airborne and the all that stuff all should, those things yeah. we yeah. just had maya and bialik on and uh she she'll like spend entire days where she won't speak so she her voice is rested when she does the big bang theory I don't know how well, she does Well, maybe that. if I made 15 million an episode. <laughs> oh, sure. There you go. Yeah, I know. I was very, I was so impressed. And then I was like, oh, I'm just a punk of garbage because I treat my whole person like I don't know trash. how I could not talk. I would love talking so much. Yeah, that's the thing. I was like, it must be infuriating to feel like you couldn't communicate with yeah. people. Yeah, when she was on with us, she was like, this is, this is the two hours I'm allowed to speak today. <laughs> yeah, That's I was crazy. like, don't, and yeah. trying to make small talk. I was like, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh my God, it's a lot okay. of stress. Yeah, I know. Uh, okay, Stephanie 12P wants to know what's the juiciest gossip she's got so far on her podcast? I mean, there's been so many. I, been... I really am able to get juicy scoop out of people that is that I didn't even think. They'll just yeah, go, you know you... what? I don't care. I'll tell you right now. How do you feel like you, it, because you've been doing it for a long time, that it's like cultivated this muscle in you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. here's some juicy scoop since you like Vanderpump. Yeah. I had Kristen Doty on a while ago, like mm-hmm. maybe almost two years ago. Okay. And um, I hadn't really watched the show that much, but I just started to get into it. So I reached out to her and I really liked her a lot. And she had just broken up with DJ James Kennedy. Oh. And she revealed that his mother had stolen her credit card number and booked all this Botox. <laughs> and got Botox on Kristen's card. Oh, that's my a, God. That's like a Mad Lib sentence. Right. That's, and so I thought so that was sense. pretty juicy. And now that we know that, like, he he cries about how his parents broke yeah. up and how they went from being rich and then living <sighs> in this sad apartment. And we see the dad with, like, his fucked up teeth and stuff. And I'm like, has, oh, okay. Maybe they really did have like a, an economic change in their life. And that, and the girl's got to do what a girl's got to do, mean, I you, guess. Yeah, <laughs> she's got a more smooth forehead thanks to Kristen Doty. Yeah, yeah and we have seen the mom. I think there's been like scenes of her having she's lunch. Glowing. Yeah, and she looks, <laughs> she looks pretty young for a mom. Uh, Songbird Tomio wants to know best way to fold a fitted sheet. Is, oh. this, a, is this an issue for you? I have no idea. I feel like that was something <laughs> that somebody talked about. Oh, I just, I heard recently there was a debacle over your son drinking the expensive hotel water. Oh, no. <laughs> he found out that I did. Oh, that you- <laughs> We have two 
two places uh-huh. um, that are part of Weston at Mammoth. Okay. We just got the second one because I just could not stand being in the small one with like the smelly feet. So the three of them, okay. my husband, I basically have three husbands. They're all the same <laughs> person. And so we got like the small studio. And that week my husband goes, if you want to stay there with my daughter, Mackenzie, you know, I was like, okay, the two girls, like, great. So I left a day early and flew home and they came back they came to my room to like clear it out make uh-huh. sure I didn't leave anything there and they saw the empty smart water bottle there and um, my son called me and <laughs> I saw that he called so I immediately put it on speaker and had Nikki tape it and put it on Instagram <laughs> and he's like uh there's an empty smart water bottle here <laughs> and I go it's free he goes there's a sign right here that says it is five ninety nine. and I'm like I was just really thirsty and it's very important that you're hydrated in Mammoth but yeah that's they're very cheap they're always that's very cheap they, so funny he, he's managing your family's finances no he's at Calabasas High which is like really the kind of shebang place to go right and he will only wear Kirkland clothes wow <laughs> Wow. And I'm like, he's dude, a yeah. Or unless, so like, so, so there was times where I was like, you know, I'd lie. Like yeah. we'd be at Macy's <laughs> and I'd be like, Ryan Seacrest collection. And I'd move it and I'd put 50% off. He's like, I don't know. Even 50% off Ryan's pants. I'm like, you've got a good body. Like, you're, you're, like we got to show up this like, That's- so funny. Yeah. Oh That's so I like lie about stuff being free all the time. And <laughs> then sometimes they can free. I know it's like weird. And they can. That's why we had we couldn't go to private school. You just oh. like did not want me to spend the money That's on the private school. So funny. Well, I have a question because yes. you so you have you're surrounded mostly by males. Yes. In your family life. But you belong to a sorority at USC, right? Yes. I, I, I can't believe I I used to feel sorry when I saw a woman that just had two sons. <laughs> Before I had kids, I go, oh, my God, that'll suck. I hope that doesn't happen to me. Uh-oh, you manifested it. Yes. And so it's like I love that I have my stepdaughter and I feel like, you know, and I've said like, oh, I think God gave me sons so that she would be, you know, always the special one. Yeah. But, um, yeah, at first, I mean, and I'm not like sporty and I'm not right. – and I love the sorority life. And I actually started my own sorority here at Juicy Scoop Obsessed. We have our own sorority. Nice. Anyone can join. No sexuality, gender, age, Amazing. size. They just form their own groups in the cities. And they go out and drink and talk about juicy stuff. That's and, so um, great. But no, but I love that I went to the all-girl high school. Like, I love it. So, yes, yeah, what I'm was very your sorority? bummed. I, had, I grew up with all brothers. Okay. Um, so I'm basically like your stepdaughter yeah. in a way that, like, yeah. my stepmom had a son. So she, like... A girl that I can talk yeah, to yeah, and like yeah. we can look at dresses together. <laughs> right. Even though I was like very much a tomboy growing up. So I always am fascinated by someone's sorority life experience. Yes. Like how was that for you? I loved the sorority life experience. Um, I came from an all-girl high school. So okay. I loved that. I'm also, I'd also get in a lot of trouble because I had sisters. So like I'd be living in the sorority house and I would just borrow things without asking. That's <laughs> one way that a lot of people will not like you, like a scrunchie or like a new Mac eyeshadow or whatever. Right, right. So um, it was really fun to me. I mean, when I was finishing SC, I was like, oh, my God, how do I come up with a job where I'm just recapping the night before <laughs> with all my sorority sisters. Uh-huh. And in the end, I guess I sort of secreted it because you that's really basically did. what I'm doing is just like recapping stuff and, yeah. and talking about things. And people would be like, our party night was Thursday night. And so Friday, some people would be like, did we miss Heather's 
like recap of like who was making out with whom and oh, whatever. Wow. So oh. I I thoroughly That's loved amazing. it. Like, do you still keep in touch with your sorority sisters? Oh yeah, like we just had a, a reunion. I won't say what year because I look so young, but we had a reunion, and so that weekend was like our homecoming game at USC. And I'm like, why don't we just instead of going and you know, going to a hotel or whatever. I'm like, just come to my backyard. And we had our first Heather Fest, which oh is my like God. Coachella. Amazing. But for women in their 40s. So we had Bravo <laughs> up playing. I don't mean to brag. I have a TV outside. Uh, we had the jacuzzi the going. We had uh, guys come and give us massages, fit, foot and shoulder massages. <laughs> wow. I made uh, my, no kids. No kids. I made my own Chinese chicken salad, which is the chicken where the chicken is pulled oh, from yeah. the chicken. Not a sad, dry breast. No. <laughs> no gross can, Adrian. <laughs> I mean, like, I made it avocado. You made it nice. Mango. I made it nice. I made my own salad. And we just, like, drank. And we were going to go out that night. We didn't. Like, oh, my husband just so ordered fun. in food. And Heather Fest. And that so, was the first and all. Those were all my sorority sisters. Yeah. Are you planning future Heather Fest? Yes. And I have a lot of requests. So I may have to charge people. Because <laughs> a lot of people just want to come. It sounds great. I know. It I'm really like, how do we get into Because all you want to do is just catch up with your friends, you yeah. know? And then, like, when you go to a spa or something, then you can't talk or you're in two different oh, places. Yeah. And, it's and like, then it's like, you're at the end of the night, you only end up talking like two people. Or you're at a table and it's long and you can't talk. So, yeah, yeah you just have your Heather Fest. I love it. We got to figure out what the not too deep version of I that think that's is. That's a brilliant <laughs> idea. Uh, the real Jody Man wants to know who is Heather's least fave housewife and why. I, I think we can reframe this that it's not so like negative. Like, who's your favorite? Like, in I'll the... say who my least favorite sure. is. I didn't like the witch from Beverly which... Hills. She was a practicing witchcraft oh, yeah. witch. She mostly was the people. Like mostly the people I don't like were one season wonders. Yeah. So the witch from Beverly Hills and also Peggy from the OC. Though I love oh, you, you doing like an impression Peggy. of her. <laughs> I thought she was the worst. She and yeah, she's like many... Dico. Dico, what is cold? What what do you mean cold? <laughs> Sun, who's Santa Claus? What are you talking like? Yeah, her, like, yeah. Her whole act of like trying to be like Sofia Vergara, like a dumb. I mean, it was so. It was the most like it's self-produced confusing. thing that it was just so irritating, and it just didn't. She didn't fit. Uh, it was just. Yeah, it was. God a very, bless her, but it was. It was not good. It was for like the show. a square peg in a round hole. Yeah, it was. Um, where Peggy in a round hole. Nailed it. Got yeah, there. Oh it. my God. Clever. Uh, how many housewives do you do impressions of? Um, I mean, I would have to write them down. I just kind of like watch the show and then get into like, an, and then I can just sort of like do a new one. Yeah, so yeah, like yeah. I just did Ramona on my Instagram, which I had never done all these years prior. Oh, she's um, great. Where, you know, she's it's just a lot of like, eye work. Are yeah. you saying? Are you saying? <laughs> That I'm in love with my contractor, Mario? <laughs> I'm in love with my contractor, Mario? You know what, Sonia? You know. Wow, I wish we were filming this. I know, Your I mean, whole body changed. It was really, amazing. I was like, Ramona's here. I Just know. go to my Instagram, everybody. I can always use a follower at Heather McDonald. Oh, who are, uh, do you have top favorites, even ones that might have been, have moved on since? <sighs> Well, I'm Peggy was a real easy one to do. I mean, I <laughs> like doing that because it's easy when there's like an accent, you know, right. like, like a Kyle is hard to do. Like yeah. I, I could do her a little bit like, you know, you're such a fucking liar, Camille. Yeah. Like, but I can only <laughs> say like certain lines. Only, yeah, only so, like, she's kind of hard to do because she's just more normal, you know. Yeah. Um, But like. And a lot of it's physicality, <laughs> right. which I'm not realizing until right now, like how specific each one of their physicalities are when you yeah. like, actually look at it. I mean, I'm someone that like um, there's some people that like really study and memorize it. And there's some people that I, I'm sure do it better than me and can do a voice better than me. I think my talent is that I can have them 
say funny things. Like yeah. I can write them doing funny things. So like the 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 celebrities that I keep doing are Drew Barrymore and Jen Aniston because different things happen in their lives. Right. So then I can talk about them in my act and still do them. And it's like so easy for me to go do them. You yeah. Know? Plus they're classics. Yeah. And yeah. Everyone knows so them. Like, everyone knows what they, they sound like. They transcend all the age right. groups. So yeah. yeah. Everyone kind of understands. But for entertainment value, not even impression wise, do you have a favorite housewife or reality star? I mean, I mean, it must fluctuate too. I mean, I really love, I, lo- I really love Dorinda. Like, oh, I think God, not I only is she super entertaining, but I do, I have gotten to know her a, a little bit personally. And I think like she is like the real deal, nice. like a really, you know, and really just, and like a naturally funny person. I've known Tamara forever. Oh, Tam- really? So I really like Tamara. I, Kelly Dodd, I thoroughly enjoy. Um, and these are all people that are just genuinely themselves, it seems yes. like. So they've and been Shan- on for- and Shannon Bedore is, right. is great. Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, I remember when I first met Shannon Bedore and I met her at a USC game because I posted, like, I want to go to the USC-UCLA game. And Tamara's like, do you want to come with me in the new housewife? Well, what? A- and I'm like, did she go to USC? Yes. And I'm like, and she has tickets. Like, her <laughs> tickets were, like, killer. Really? Like, oh, my God. When she told me that I was going to have a parking pass, I, like, came <laughs> in my pants. <laughs> I mean, my whole life I've been parking in like the hood where you like leave your car on like some strange guy's yeah. lawn and you're, you're just like, paying someone you know, $10 yeah. to kind of yeah. call it a parking spot. So, so yeah, I, I like her a lot. And she's like naturally, she's one of those people that's funny that she doesn't know she's being funny. Yeah. So I like that. That's why I yeah. love Sonia Morgan. She is just one of those, to me, I'm like, she's one of the greatest comedians of all time. She without, doesn't know it. Well, she sometimes knows it, I think, okay. too much. She feels like in her, as she's getting older, she's, a little well, that but that party that she had where she's like you know oh it's all my it's it's all my gays it's yeah. my gays <laughs> here's the move tuck it tuck it and ever and I'm like uh, I can't have any other girls here you know when it's my guys it's and I'm like what is, this is the grossest party like what are these first of all like you're just like oh and then the one guy's like what lips are you talking about I'm like what is this like it's oh, like very yeah ridiculous it's uh, yeah, and I don't like it when housewives refer to their um, gay friends as my gays. And yeah, all that. like, that's... and I'm not trying to be like. I brought it up, and someone's like, "Oh my god, now you're being politically correct." I'm like, "No, I'm not." But I just wonder. I think it is sort of rude. It's yeah, like, Nini had that party too. That was yeah. Like, and someone said it's like, "Would you say my blacks are coming to the party?" Right, <laughs> like, exactly. And I was also, like, "Yeah, this is a little weirdly like divided." But I also think there's something in that. The minute you become a housewife, yeah, as as a woman, you start to get all these. Uh, fans that are men who are gay. Right. And all of a sudden, you're like, oh my God, like they <laughs> love me. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, they love you, what they stand for. They love right. all the housewives, you right. know, but they are so, the predominantly every single one is like really not self aware and narcissistic. So right. it's like they're just like, I'm a gay icon. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're not. No, you're no. just part of a franchise yeah, that is one, adored you, by the gay community. Yes, exactly. So get over oh. yourself. Okay, last question before we wrap up um, is Would you be on a reality show? If there is one, which one would it be? I would be. I, first of all, of course, I would be on something because I, there's no way that I could ever get that kind of exposure anywhere else. <laughs> and I fair. think it would be really fun. Fair, fair. Um, I've been married almost 18 years at the end of the month. And, you know, it's not great, but I'm in it to win it. You know, like, it's not perfect. <laughs> That's your Real Housewives tagline. But, like, <laughs> I 
I've been married for 18 years. It's not great, but I'm in it to win it. So, I'm always like, Jesus will reward me when I get on the other side. But no, like, I wouldn't, at this point, like, I would think at this point, like, we're probably good enough that it wouldn't mess it up. But I yeah. think that it's very hard to to have your relationship because that is what makes the show good. Right. The best ones are like where you find out that the guy the train is, wrecks. Yeah. Abusive or, you know, like, and it's sad that mm-hmm. we, but that's the thing that makes it kind of juicy. And then right. we all bitch about like, oh, this season was so boring. They only bitched about uh, what time to reach showed up. Yeah. And you're like, well, at least no one was like getting divorced or being <laughs> yeah. hit. Yeah. But yeah. they're all kind time. of decent humans this season, I guess. Yeah. But at the same time, it's kind of like, so yes, I would absolutely do one. Housewives would be fun. Um, you know, or if there was, if there was something different and it made sense, like yeah. I just had one thing approach us as a family that would be it sort of would be like a one season one off. Like, I think it yeah. wouldn't it wouldn't be like we'd keep coming back sort of like a social experiment. And I don't know if it's still happening or not. But that one I was like kind of excited for because it it wouldn't it was not about us like fighting with each other or right. humiliating each other or anything like that. It was like. So it was yeah. a little bit more genuine. Yeah, like just yeah. something like, and I was like, oh, that'd be kind of fun, like, just cool. to do. But I don't know if it's going to happen. And then, well, manifest, manifest, yeah, who manifest, knows? or maybe not. Maybe yeah. you know, then something goes away. <laughs> you don't hear about it. You're like, oh, maybe that was for the best. Like, I was so excited for like two days, and yeah. you're like, what? Yeah. Uh, well, I would love to see you. I hope I continue to see you in the background of future episodes. <laughs> Hopefully, of in the front round. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, in something where I can actually be professionally mic'd up is what uh, I'm looking forward to. Before we say completely goodbye, I think we have a, a, a fortune cookie for you as a gift. Every guest for making time gets their own personalized fortune oh my cookie. God. Thank you. Do of I course. open it? Yeah, you can open it and read the fortune. And don't feel obliged to eat the fortune cookie yeah, if you don't want to. It might be like stale. <laughs> there will be a formal petition made so that an honorary plaque of you is installed in the Gamma Phi Beta sorority house at USC in whichever room that holds the most people. There you go. Wow. Do you know what? What? <laughs> um, I just did a little thing at USC for Buzz TV. Uh-huh. And they're like, oh, and the girl that's interviewing you is a Gamma Phi Beta too. And I go, isn't that great? So I asked her, I go, didn't you have to memorize who I was like as a pledge? <laughs> And she's like, no. <laughs> and I'm like, only Kristen Shanaweth? And she's like, yeah, we know that about Kristen Shanaweth. I was like, <laughs> so I don't know that this is happening, but we'll I'm going to make it happen. We'll still get there. Heather, where can people you. find you online uh, um, or on tour if they don't know? All my Everything, my website is uh, heathermcdonald.net. Instagram and Twitter is at heathermcdonald. And Facebook is heathermcdonaldcomedy. And in the show is Juicy Scoop with Heather McDonald. And it's twice a week. You can go through, listen to every back episode for awesome. free, wherever you listen to podcasts. And Grace is on an episode. So, yes. Yeah. So, please subscribe and spread the word and come see I me mean, at a live show. They're selling out quick. Yeah, go check her out. She's absolutely wonderful. Very, very hilarious. And a Renaissance mom, really. Truly. <laughs> what, a, what a woman. <laughs> Thanks, We'll see you guys next time on Not Too Deep. Goodbye. Too deep. Too deep. Too deep. Not too deep. It was Grace Helbig. Not Too Deep is a production of Grace Helbig Incorporated. Produced and directed by Jack Ferry. Producer Melissa D. Mons. With writing by Diane Kang. Audio support by Chris Henry. Editing by Melissa D. Mons. And an extra special thank you to Flula for the theme music. 